I'll never forget my first meditation experience. I was living in New York City, doing teacher training there, and Sally Kempton came to give us an experience of going inside. I had never thought much about thoughts or thinking, but she got us thinking about how we think, how the thoughts arise, and she took us into our heart in a way that just broke me open. And I'm happy to say that it never closed back up, and that experience has changed me for the better. Welcome to Ready, Get Centered, Go. I'm Jess Goulding. What Sally taught us is actually very much what I'm learning to teach now, simply by practicing it and bringing it to my classes online. It's this practice of shamatha vipassana. It's this Buddhist meditation or mind training. She taught us to get quiet, and then when a thought would arise, label it thinking. To me, it helped to just label a thought, and then it would just disappear, almost like becoming a puff of smoke rather than a concrete story that my mind wanted to invite me to go and create a narrative around. And it happened a lot. It was like thought, label thinking, off it goes. Whoop, thought, label thinking, off it goes. And this is just how it is for a very long time and still on some days. Well, from there, I started sitting for at least 20 minutes a day. I would turn on this certain music that I liked. It was Benji Wertheimer, uh, Soul of the Ezraj is the CD. It was a CD. And this music became kind of like a zip line for my mind. As soon as it came on, it helped me get into a quiet internal place. So over time, it just got easier. I would hook my brain onto this music and off we would go. And if a thought came up or a story arose that wanted some attention, label it thinking and it would go. So over time of sitting at least 20 minutes a day, sometimes when I had time, I would just let myself luxuriate. And the longest I sat was about an hour. Uh, but it, it, it just kept getting easier and easier. Eventually it became a craving. I would crave that time of just sitting in the quiet with this music in the background and my mind taking me to a place deep inside. Other people started to notice. Even one person said, your eyes look different. What, are you meditating? So something was shifting even from the outside. And now I've had the opportunity to see this happen in others, right? If a student's been meditating for a while, all of a sudden there's this different quality to their eyes, a different kind of vibration to their whole being. It, it's quite amazing what happens. So over time, this space within became a refuge. It, it got to where I could go to that space with a question and come out with some sense of direction or wisdom. I could go in there ask and and receive wisdom. Now, on that journey, as a lot of people report, you know, there could be experience of, you know, light on your eyes, different sounds, even the sensation of leaving my body like I was somewhere else. Sometimes I would come to a place where my breath almost suspended, just barely moving in and out, yet feeling completely supportive. These are all great experiences, super fun, but they're also considered traps. These experiences are not the end. They are simply part of the journey. 
And now that I'm returning to this kind of meditation, I'm realizing that the, the music was a crutch. It's okay. Um, but now I'm doing it in silence. And it kind of makes it more challenging because I have to come up against my mind again and again and again. In my class called Calm Your Mind, Lift Your Spirits, I am teaching from a book called Start Where You Are, A Guide to Compassionate Living by Pema Chodron. I mentioned this in the last episode where we did a little bit of practice of just being with your breath as it goes out. This is the first part of the meditation. Be right there with the breath as it goes out. She says this is the same thing as saying, be fully present. The interesting thing about this book is that it you know, is full of meditations and slogans of the Buddhist tradition, but her subtitle, A Guide to Compassionate Living, it, it doesn't say meditation anywhere here. And as I'm practicing this with my class, myself and my students are all finding that that compassion piece is huge because there's a voice that arises in your head. Even as you try to say thinking or thought as you're labeling, this voice can have a tone. It can have a tone that says thinking, thinking, almost like harsh and negative. And the practice as she says, is to let it be compassionate and gentle and humorous. So if you get into this practice and you notice your mind gets a little angry at you, pray, let it be compassionate and gentle and humorous. This path is frustrating. It can be very frustrating because you're trying to harness the wind. You're trying to get a horse that has gone wild off the reins, back onto the path you desire. But you need to speak sweetly to this horse like you would your best friend. You wouldn't chastise your best friend and say, thinking, thinking. You would say, thinking, and come back, right? How, how sweet might you be to your best friend? Let it be compassionate and gentle and humorous. I promise this spills over into your waking life. If you're like me, you can think of many times that humor diffused a volcanic situation, a situation where there might have been an eruption, but that little dose of humor helped diffuse the whole situation. It's harder when you have to do this up close and personal and there's something that is ego triggering. That's why we practice this in the quiet and privacy of our own mind. So you can notice that quality handle that quality differently, shift it to compassionate quality. And then it spills out into your life so that you're sharing this compassion you've developed for yourself with all. So let's give it a little bit of a try, shall we? Okay, so if you're multitasking, see if you can kind of find a moment, get comfortable, move your body a little bit, just arrive here in your bones and your muscles. Settle into stillness if you can. Just start by hearing the sounds of the world outside whatever room you're in. So send your attention way out. Maybe you hear the sounds of the neighborhood or city where you reside. Anything outside there. Listen for traffic. Then bring your attention in just to the room that you're in. So what are the sounds of your room? 
bring your attention a little more in words just to the sound of my voice. Bring your attention just to my voice. And from the sound of my voice, bring your attention to the space hovering around you at about six inches. So just feel with your ears and your senses that space that hovers around you at about six inches. Feel your body now expanding and contracting with breath into the space and out of the space. Just become aware of the expansion and contraction of your body as you breathe. And notice your breath. Just notice your breath. Now be right there with the breath as it goes out. Without grasping or fixating, just open. Letting your breath mix with the space of the room. Notice the gap between the exhales. And notice yourself waiting waiting for the next exhale. In that space of waiting, notice any thoughts that arise and label them thinking. So on the exhale, be with the breath as it goes out. And in the waiting space, notice any thoughts that arise and label them thinking. Do this as many times as you need to before you once again be with your breath as it goes out. Notice the voice that labels thinking and let it be compassionate, gentle, and humorous. I encourage you to pause throughout your day and just try this a few minutes at a time. Maybe set a timer or do it after you finish a meal or a chore. Be with the breath as it goes out, label the thoughts thinking, and let it be just that. This will change you over time, especially as you bathe it in compassion. If you're interested in joining the class that is working with these meditations, it's not too late. I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can check out my website, jessgoulding.com and follow the links to practice together. And the course is called Calm Your Mind, Lift Your Spirits. You will receive the class recordings of the two weeks we have done, 
and can practice live on Zoom every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time, if your schedule allows. You can try a full class for free on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Goulding. Thank you for listening. And next week, I will discuss the second type of meditation I'm practicing, called Centering Prayer. So until then, this is Jess Goulding, keeping us centered. Thank you.